Hello, and welcome to the Truck Schmucks Podcast. The views and opinions that you hear on the show do not represent the agency or fire department that we are part of. These are strictly our opinions and our views. This also includes our guests that come on the show. With that in mind, we thank you for your continued support and sit back and enjoy the show. Greetings! Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 12 of Truck Schmucks. I don't know why I still talk like this, so I'm going to just still talk like normal. So, we're on episode 12. That's awesome. I didn't even realize we had done this many already, and God, we've been doing a lot lately in just the last, like, month alone. It's been great. So, we got another guest tonight, because that's kind of our thing that we're trying to do now. It's been great having people. We've been putting out there like, hey, people want to come hang out, shoot the shit, let's go for it. So we had a bunch of people reach out. Here's one of them. So if you'd like to introduce yourself. How y'all doing out there? Uh, my name's Harold Campbell. Um, I'm a fireman here uh, in Louisiana. Um, also the developer of uh, Backout System. It's a uh, a remote air horn activation system for uh, I'm sure most of your viewers, uh, you know, would uh, understand that, um, you know, when you're on scene of a, of a fire that, you know, if you want uh, your crews to evacuate the building, uh, you would sound the air horn. Uh, well, our device uh, is new to the fire service and it allows the incident commander, uh, safety officer or whomever to uh, sound the air horns and, and all our apparatus on scene simultaneously with the uh, push of a button, kind of just saving some time uh, between the IC's uh, order to evacuate and the time that the uh, air horns actually get sounded. Uh, and uh, so we've been working on that. It's been a long process, but we got it, got it ready for market. And then uh, as soon as we got it ready for market, uh, all this stuff started to happen. So it's been, um, pretty much impossible to, uh, to try to market it, uh, get around and, um, you know, all the shows have been canceled and, uh, you know, stations are on lockdown, you know, so it's hard to go around and visit. Uh, but that's, uh, just some general information, uh, about uh, our company, uh, who I am. Well, we, we appreciate you coming on and, uh, joining us. Um, appreciate y'all. Oh, you are very welcome. Um, so like, what's the, the, uh, the, the lead time, well, not the lead time, but the amount of time from the time incident command says, you know, alert the tone to, you know, the evacuation alert to, you know, the time somebody actually gets around to the floor to press the button. Cause we all know that's where the air horn button is nowadays on most fire right. trucks. Right, right. Um, you can, I have, if you go on my Facebook page, I have several videos on there from YouTube. Uh, yep. You can go on YouTube uh, and just type in, you know, air horn evacuations and there's tons of them. And, you know, most of them you can hear the order being given and then yep. you can hear, and you can kind of see, you know, some of the guys putting down a hose and going to the pump panel or, you know, 
whatnot. Um, but it's, you know, usually, you know, 30, 45 seconds, a minute, you know, sometimes even, sometimes it's, the call was never even heard um, due to radio issues and, and you know, uh, noise and uh, limited staffing, you know, which we, you know, how that is. Um, so, and it also kind of cuts down on the need of having to take people, you know, off the scene doing their job and, 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 and puts them, you know, hitting a button, you know? Uh, so uh, it's, 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 there's a delay and that's what, you know, had me kind of, you know, thinking about what, what, you know, I just thought about this one day. I said, yeah. Man, it'd be, you know, it'd be a good idea if you had that, you know, you could save, you know, it doesn't seem, you know, a minute doesn't seem like a lot of time, but you know, when the, you know, someone sees something, you know, unfolding that's, that's, that's not safe, you know, a minute, a minute's a long time. Yeah. You know, um, especially in a rapid, gets, especially in a rapid changing environment as okay, building exactly. fire is that, you know, that minute could get cut down about 30 seconds really quickly, but yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's, um, but w with this device, you know, that, each system you install it in the truck, uh, it comes with two remotes. Um, so if you have two people or less in each truck, then everyone can have one. You know? Or if there's more than two people in the truck, you know, the driver and captain can have one, or lieutenant, um, you know, or almost everyone on scene can. Um, and, you know, you have different vantage points and, you know, with the push of a button, you know, immediately, you know, um, like we were discussing earlier, you know, you can hook it hook the remote to your radio strap to your and keep it in your turnout coat pocket or anywhere. And, um, you know, you can just see something, you push a button and it sounds air horn, uh, in every truck on scene, uh, simultaneously, not just one truck. So it, it gets, it gets loud. That's you know? that like, so is it like very simple to install? Is it like a plug and play or do you have to like take it to it, your, you know, whoever and install it. It's, it's, it's easy to install. You know, if you have anybody that's got any kind of, you know, uh, at the, you know, every station's got people that, you know, are mechanically inclined, you know, and, and just, you know, you can, it's, it's, it's not difficult to hook up. It's like three wires that you oh, hook up. The box is like three, three inches by three inch, uh, box, uh, the control module. And, um, you know, it, it, it's, an easy installation you can take it to your you know your your local ebt or whomever you know and um or you can do it yourself and um because that's why it was kind of designed to where you'd be able to you know send it to a state if y'all wanted to put it you know put it on yourselves it's it's an easy uh, it's a pretty easy to install uh piece of equipment wow wow like I was thinking, I was like, man, I wonder how easy is this thing to install? Is this like a plug and play? And yeah, what or it, it basically just hooks into the um, the like air horn switch, and it just activates on its own as a relay. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it uh, you go on the back side of your switch, and uh, basically what it does is it completes the circuit, kind of goes around your switch. You know, um, basically, you know, and each each device comes with. Uh, instructions on you know how to hook it up and everything you need to see you know is right here There's several different ways to to, uh, to hook the system up but yeah you have you know you have a hot wire you have ground wire 
and then you have uh, you know your power on wire that um, when the, the button gets pushed, it just supplies power to the uh, uh, the other side of uh, the circuit from the back side of your switch. You know, it just completes the circuit. Easy. Oh yeah, I, I've had to replace those pedal switches before, and they're really super easy to wire up. But you're pretty much yeah. just splicing into the yeah. Yeah, you could do it right behind. You could trace that switch back to, I mean, that, that, that cord wired back to where, you know, wherever you want to make your splice and, and, and do it right there, you know. Um, and it, it's easy, good to go. Excellent. Wow. And, like, distance-wise, I actually saw a video on your Instagram. You were pretty far away from that little, that truck in the field, yeah. and yeah. you could barely see yeah. it, and you could still hear the beeping of it. So yeah. that was yeah. That was I was pretty actually, cool. There was no line of sight. You don't need direct line of sight. I was on the bottom side of a hill, and you could you know you can hear it. Um, you know it goes. Uh, you know we put on there uh, 300 feet, 100 yards. Um, but so how you, you know, doing? Um, it could go. You know that that's our, our recommended. Uh, we've tested it out further than that. Um, we put the truck inside of a you know a metal building and shut the doors, and it's still know it still went off so it's got pretty good uh you know penetration inside structures i mean not that you would you know need it that case but you never know you know right i mean yeah if somebody's inside and has that button i mean you know just thinking while i'm sitting here i'm like holy yeah. shit that's like another mayday button yeah. like if somebody's right. like yeah. oh, shit's going going oh shit somebody's got the button right yeah yeah, we're 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 working on some things, you know. We're we're excited about the future of, of this technology, you know. Um, and like, I'm just trying to uh, just uh, take it, you know, one step at a time. Like I said, I'm a fireman. Um, you know, I'm just had an idea and just been working towards it, you know, uh, for a while now. You know, uh, kind of learning as I learn as I go, yeah. you know. Um, you know, it's it's definitely you know the thought that it could, you know, uh, you know that, that I get excited when I think about you know how this could change things as far as safety wise in the fire service. You know, that's 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 a pretty big deal. Yeah, I mean, shave that, that time off. Yeah, I mean, you you should get excited. I mean, some of the the coolest things in the fire service have been thought of of guys on the floor i mean yeah i mean they got the halligan tool you know and that was just a dude you know a fire i think it was like a fire captain and and he's just like sitting around and, he, and they were having a string of burglaries and they happened to find come across one of these tools and he's like "Ooh, light bulb and they started using <laughs> it um there you go. to get in you know, forcible entry. They they learned from a burglar. He learned from a burglar who left his shit around. I think that's the, the story. So if anybody's listening to this one and wants to fact check me, go for yeah, it. If I, I'm wrong. I, I don't, if I'm wrong. Um, but I, I feel like, you know, Chief Salka, I think I, I quoted him correctly because he, he laid that bit of knowledge on me on, on his show. And so that was kind of interesting. Um, I was like, wow, I never, yeah, I fucking I never knew that. Yeah, so I mean, it's like little nuggets. You 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 find out like, oh, yeah. it's just fucking guys on the floor that come up with this shit. Um, yeah, yeah. So same thing. It. I mean, yeah. this is 
fantastic technology and I'm super glad that you like reached out to us and, and wanted to come on and talk about oh, it. Yeah. When you told me that shit, yeah. I never even got to bring this to FDIC. I'm like, I got to have him on because, yeah. you know. Yeah, man, I, I was I was going to be there, you know, and everything was ready to go. You know, we got – we were just ready, ready, you know, and all this started happening, and I was thinking, you know, well, maybe it's not going to be that bad. You know, then everything started shutting down. Shows, you know, trade shows, FDIC, uh, you know, everything. So basically been, you know, uh, just sitting on my hands, you know, not been able to do anything as far as marketing, advertising, uh, and, uh, just basically social media, you know, Instagram, you know, Facebook, trying to spread the word, yeah. um, trying to get it out there, you know, um, you know, we're looking for, uh, like I said, uh, trying to spread the word, but also at the same time, you know, spreading the word to different dealers throughout the country that might want to carry this product, you know, and, and offer it. Um, something they install on, on fire apparatus as well, you know. Uh, that way, you know, when somebody wants, um, you know, let's say somebody else, yeah, you know, you know, wants to order it, they'd be able to just put it on if they didn't want to, you know, do it themselves, you know. Yeah. So just basically trying to spread the word, yeah. I mean. Um, while you're sitting here, I'm like, oh man, I know, I know at least two, I know at least two fire truck dealers right now that I can probably reach out and be like, hey, I this is hey, a check pretty out this cool, this, this is a pretty damn cool idea. You can probably get people to bite, and they're pretty, you know, uh, yeah. just in the area alone. They they had these two companies. Right. They have quite the, you know, the clientele list of right. area fire departments, and I'll be like, shit, I, I'll I'll reach out to one of them <laughs> right right now and be like, you know, after here. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. It's probably working. But <laughs> be like, hey man, you gotta check this product out. This is pretty freaking cool. <laughs> but, you said, like, I guess anybody uh, Oh Jesus. <laughs> you go, Travis. I was just gonna ask, like, if you guys had anybody be like, hey, so can we no, we like the sound of what you got going on. You guys had anything like that, like inquiries yet, or? Uh, we had a guy from uh, from Texas, uh, Fireworks Fire Apparatus. It's Fireworks, uh, W-E-R-K-S. Uh, he, he reached out to me, I think it was on Facebook, uh, and, and liked the way it sounded, you know, he, uh, and he, he wanted to, to, you know, to rep his product. Um, and he's out in Texas, uh, he deals out in uh, Arkansas, Oklahoma, uh, Texas, and New Mexico. You know, and that's he's got a kind of area, so it's been wrapped out there. Um, and then, you know, locally where I'm at, uh, uh, but that's that's kind of where it's. But like I said, that we, you know, he uh, he reached out reached out to me by just seeing it. You know, I guess by chance. You know, not long after uh, I went on Facebook, kind of came out with it. Uh, he saw it and was like, yeah, you know, that looks like a pretty cool, pretty cool thing to do right there. And uh, so it's, but that's, that's, that's pretty much where it ends, you know, as far as, as I don't think a lot of people know about it, you know. Uh, yeah. It's, and it, it's, it's a fairly new product. Like you said, you, you can't, you thought about this about a year ago and, Kind of year year and a half ago, I started working on. It. I've been working on it ever since then, and tried to uh, 
unveil it, you know, right when this, uh, uh, Rona. We can, we, 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 we can call it the shit the show. Movie. You can't call it the shit show, but we'll call it the shit show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, in, in it, and it, yeah, starts to be yeah. But, yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I, when I I started like looking at this product, I'm like, all right, all right. And then I started look seeing more and more more at it on your Instagram page. And then I'm like, yeah. God damn, this is pretty freaking cool. <laughs> and that that video of you just backing up into the field yeah. and down the hill, I was like, I'm fucking sold. If I have to buy a fire truck, I'm putting this shit on it. It's, uh, it, it's, it was a box that we had. A yeah. demo box basically i put the system and got a battery uh like from a deer feeder deer feeder <laughs> battery and uh you know hooked it up with a small backup speaker that you would put on a truck you know when a truck's backing up and yep. uh just hooked it up and shoved it in a box because that's what i was going to take to some of these trade shows uh because they frown upon you hitting air horns every five seconds at the trade show so i was going to tone it down a notch and with the box, I was like, well, you just, you know, I just, like I said, just started pulling my phone out and started playing with it. Yeah. And, um, you know, like I said, it's been me trying to put stuff on, uh, on Facebook and Instagram thinking about well, what would be, what would sound good and what would be stupid, you know? And I don't know, like I said, I'm not, I haven't, uh, I didn't have a Facebook or an Instagram up until, you know, a few months ago. You know, yeah. so I'm trying to still trying to figure that out. You know, yeah. I had to you know, figure out what hashtags were, and you know, <laughs> that's that's changed things a little bit. You know, as far as views, but I had no idea what that was. You know, starting starting yeah. off, but I'm yeah. not trying to sound stupid. But no, no, I mean, what does it know? Like like you, know? you like you said at, at you know when we first when I, you and I were just chit chatting waiting for Mike and Travis. You're not a business guy. You're just a fireman. <laughs> Yeah. You know, yeah. You're just a fireman you trying to a, save other firefighters from, right. you know, the right. inevitable. Because right. shit, I wouldn't, you know, just being out of fire scene that we know we could that those seconds mattered. That would that would that would suck for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even if I was IC or just a fireman on the even hose, just involved. Yeah. 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 I mean, just imagine, you know, if things went sideways at that fire that you were at, Mike, um, just imagine if this system was in place there and they needed to get out and they, you know, that, that could have been, may or may not have been the difference, but we don't yeah. know. You never know, you know, and you, you know, it's, it's, you never can tell, you know, you just, you just have to kind of, I guess if I can put it, I mean, you know, you, you have to save time where you can save it and there's time being ate up between the incident commander saying, all right, everybody out. And the time that people actually hear the evacuation, you know, there is time. In prime right example, um, yeah. the, the LA fire that just happened. Um, I mean, if anybody's ever seen, has seen the video of the guy right yeah. behind yeah. IC and you hear the captain, yeah. everybody off the roof and you yeah. hear the evacuation tone on the radios. And then you start hearing the air horns. That, that was a good yeah. 20 seconds. Yeah. And this could have been an instant. As soon as he heard that, just hit the button. Never right. mind the evacuation right. tone on the radios. 
Um, right. That's that's what. And I was talking to uh, uh, talking to it uh, with Heath, and, and I was going over it with him. Uh, and you know, it, it, it's and like I said, I'll be honest with you. I like to think that you know, um, I carry. Not everybody fights fire with a radio. I'm guilty of it. I'll leave it in the truck. I'll have it off. Or not even, you know, um, I like to think that I have it with me every time, but, you know, nobody's got it with them. Uh, there's always some people on scene that, you know, that don't, don't have yep. it ready with them. Or they've got so much other stuff to grab, you know. Uh, and, you know, so in, in the good thing, you know, the evacuation tones over the radio, you know, that you were talking about, you know, that's, that's good, you know, because it's something you can do quick, you know. Uh, you can do that mobily from a command post. Uh, with air horns, someone still has to put a hose down or, or run up and climb in a cab and do it. You know, it's still something someone has to has to do. You know, if you can put, you know, you can put this system in the back of an SUV on a command post and just, you know, hit yep. the button the same time you, you know, you have to tell everybody to get out. You, know, you actually hit the button while you're telling everybody to get out. Yeah, yep. that could be the first thing, uh, you know, the first thing you do. Yeah. So, do the evacuation uh, tone over the radio, and, and as you're saying, evacuate. Hit that button, and you're yeah. you're you're killing two birds with yeah. one stone at that point. So, yep, yep, yep. That that is. Yep. And that also Sorry, puts out the, That is fucking. I'll say it, and there it is. I'll uh, I'll drop the the first half bomb. Uh, trying to get, I'm trying. I'm trying to get better at it. All right, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I am. I'm trying to get. If you listen to the, like the first couple episodes, it was like f bombs galore. But lately, I've been trying to get better. Um, but yeah, Travis. Yeah. You okay. You were mid sentence. You were about to say something. Yeah. I was. That's the look on his face. I was. <laughs> I thought you were. No. <laughs> I heard you just start talking, and then everyone started talking. Oh, oh no. Uh, what well, I was going to – yeah, I was going to say something. And I was just like, well, whatever. But I mean, it, uh, going back to that system, it, it cuts out the chances that you've seen in other videos where somebody goes to put out a mayday, and everybody keeps talking on the radio. And they keep talking exactly. over IC, and then they have to say it again: Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. They've done it. They uh, there's a video. I can't remember where it's out of, but the guy had said it like twice or three times, and yeah. everybody just kept talking. Yeah, it's like once you hear those those th those three words, everybody goes into like like ultimate shit in their pants. Like just reading yeah. it on Facebook yesterday, I shit my pants. And I wasn't even at the fire. And, um, you know, you just read about – and the same thing with, with that fire last March, Mike. I, I read it while I was on my lunch break, and I was actively shitting my pants. And I wasn't even there. I wasn't even on a fire department. Um, I was in the process of oh, – Yeah, you weren't yet. No. No, I missed that fire by two weeks. Um, but – you know, but still, you're shit in your pants when you hear that, and you know a firefighter's down. And oh yeah, your stomach just flips. Yeah, it, your heart yeah. literally goes to your feet real quick, because um, you yeah. don't know the outcome. Um, well, the bitch about that fire was I was at my mother's, and that was actually it. Actually, fell on the day of my birthday. I'm like, 
fuck. Yeah. I am way too far out to even like remotely do anything. Attempt to go that direction. Yeah. Um so it was fucking yeah. To, to catch you up, um the fire we're talking about uh last March, March first, um Maine had it had its first line of duty death of a firefighter in a, in long a time. while. Um I think it was like fifty years. Um in a fire. I mean there's been other line of duty deaths um there was there was like um there was was one in portland yeah Uh, but this one was actively fighting a fire um and it god damn it it's uh, uh, it's heroic what he did um he pretty much saw the fire conditions changing um he pretty much laid on top of another firefighter um, didn't pretty much he did he laid on top of another firefighter and shielded like, him from grabbed the heat, him threw like, him grabbed down. him threw him to the floor laid on top of him yeah um and seeing that firefighter's helmet was kind of one of those oh shit moments like holy shit like that eye opening that come to jesus moment and like wow goddamn that was a hot that was hot spot um yeah so but you know if if that system was on that fire truck that fire engine could it have been the difference maker or you know but you just don't know everybody can play monday morning quarterback hindsight's 2020 yeah yeah you have you know a second to make a decision and the rest of your life pick it apart yeah you do and it's one of those things like we'll never actually know what right. actually happened. Right. There's two there's two sides to every every story, but um, you know, just listening, I'm like, oh Jesus, think about all the countless LODDs that we could have saved with this system. And preaching preaching everybody goes home is one thing. And that combination of everybody goes home plus this system. Holy shit! The amount of firefighter deaths and fires could drop dr- dramatically if this system isn't gets put in more fire trucks. In in my personal opinion, that's my number one concern is about you know getting it out there. That's why we wanted to make it you know, cost effective. We want it for you know any any budget to to be able to you know afford this system. It's, it's, it's not expensive. Um, if you know, if let's say you wanted to order one for your truck, uh, you know the system's two seventy five. Yeah. Um, with uh, you know control module and two remotes. Um, if you wanted it, you know, for you know, to put more than one truck, then you know, it's two fifty you know, per truck. You know, it's not considering. Uh, you know, I think it's it, it's a good. You know, it's it's that's what I was saying. You know, earlier, it's funny how when something goes, uh, when something's for the fire service, it automatically becomes a lot more expensive. So yeah. Funny. funny how the color red changes, you know, uh, uh, the price. Yeah. But, you know, we wanted it to be something that's, you know, very cost effective, something that, you know, uh, you know all the fire departments wouldn't have a problem having been able to, you know, back I- and that's the problem with a lot of, you know, small rural volunteer fire departments is they don't have 
they don't have FDNY money. Um, you know, everybody uses the FDNY as, as their, their go-to. So I use it, but nobody has that money. Nobody has that operating budget. So to make something this cost effective is actually a little bit more intriguing, especially to small rural communities. Right. Absolutely. Because that's the ones, you know, that that need it. Uh, You know, everybody needs this system, you know, but, um, you know, it's your system, it's your, your departments that are, you know, that are, you know, pretty much, I don't know any department personally that's just says, man, I got a requirement I need, you know, uh, everybody's understaffed. You know, kind of, kind of helps, you know, yeah. as far as uh, being able to do more with, with your understaff, uh, rather than telling people, okay, you Put a hose down, uh, you know, come out here, you know, everybody stop what you're doing and go climb in the trucks and get there. It, 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 you know, allows everybody to keep doing their job. Yeah. Um, I had something and I lost it. it. Happens every freaking episode. I have something and I lose it. Um, but yeah, I, 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 you know, if I was a chief and I had, you know, that little bit of extra in my budget, I'll, I'm buying at least one, you know, you can't, and I'm not just, just saying that, um, you know, firefighter safety is huge for me. Um, do I want to go in and be aggressive and be the Stephen McCaffrey and go and put the fire out? You goddamn right. Cause that's my job. But right. at the same time, you got to be smart. Um, and having this system and again, everybody can't rely on this system. If your truck shuts down, I'm sure the system goes down. It runs, you know. So, right. New electrical power to it. it. Anything, anything, and everything could have a problem. You know, yeah. that's why you want a redundancy. You want redundancy. You know, you don't want just radio. You know, you don't want to rely just on your radio because you have radio could be dead. It could be turned down. You couldn't hear it. You can be on a different channel. You can just plain not have it. Right. Uh, or, you know, it could be muffled or it's sheetrock on the speak. Isn't that before. That's uh, happened. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, or, you know, you have your evacuation tunnels and you have your air You won't, you know, um, you want them all. You know, you won't, you won't all the systems in place. I want, so my, sa- way, I want my safety cushion. I want my safety netting. That's it. That's it. You know, you know with Scott having with one parachute, you know, you want you want a backup, a backup system. Uh, well, but, there's been some incidences in our in our town where people have decided not to parachute with any. <laughs> it's happened, or somebody's <laughs> fallen out of their parachute, and that's happened too. Oh. Oh God! It took okay, you a second mind. to figure I, I out. I'm trying to back up away from the bike so it doesn't pick it up. I thought you but, were just so confused right now. No, I thought I mean, you were just making like a really obscure joke. But no, um, like, I mean that. Uh, you know, it, yeah, yeah, that's but, a rabbit hole. Yeah, that, <laughs> oh, God, that's a rabbit yeah. hole that we the can't go story. down. Um, but like, how do you like not think about having all these safety systems in place, like? You know, you got some people, you know, you got those, I hate to say this, but you got those politician firemen 
that will say one thing and then do the complete fucking opposite. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, I give a shit about the guys. We should, we should have this, this, and this. And then, then they, they get into that position of power. And then it's like, nope. Fuck oh, hey. you. Yep. Funny and, how that yep. works. Mm-hmm. Right. Trust me, I know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, feel, I feel like we just need to bring him on, and I really hope he says yes. But, um, <laughs> we, you know, there's a there's a segment in in Captain Eckert's slides that I've seen, and he brought he brings it up occasionally in a lot of them, and it's a picture of a chief, and on the back of his helmet says "White helmets kill brain cells." <laughs> I mean, the biggest joke when I was go- going up, coming up to the fire service is, you want to know how you put the fire out? How? Just take the chief away from the fire scene and the fire goes out. Um, <laughs> the fire tetrahedron. You add the chief, the fire doesn't go out. You take the chief away from the fire, you know, the fire equation, fire goes out. Um, there you go. So that's always been my running joke. But then I, then I saw that sticker, I was like, I got, I got to get that sticker. For someone, <laughs> slapping on the back of his helmet. Um, there you go. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, all right. So, we got the, we got the the business part down. Now we get to talk fireman shit. Because <laughs> I always yeah. I always like to incorporate. You know, one of the things that we built this thing on is is, is building a brotherhood again. Right. Um, and it's pretty cool. I think we've had. Firefighters from New York, uh, California, Texas, and now Louisiana. So I got to get a little map in my little room here of start pulling <laughs> pins of where we where we've had, you know, firefighters on. Um, well, that's what I'm most excited about, and that's what I was telling you before the show that um, next month I'm actually going on a road trip, sales trip, trying to get out there and going across Mississippi, Alabama, Florida to Jacksonville, and going up, you know, uh, D.C. to New York. Uh, just trying to, you know, just stop in and, and drop off some literature, you know, try to yeah. trying to spread the word. Um, but I'm I'm really looking forward to getting out and meeting, you know, different, you know, people from these different fire departments. You know, I've, I've, yeah. I, I haven't had the chance to really, you know, travel the country going to uh, different fire stations. So I'm really looking forward to doing that. You know, uh, networking with everyone. That, like you said, you know, I think that you know, getting to Pete meet people from different areas of the country, you know, just talking to y'all, you know, it's, 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 it's very, you know, enjoyable to be able to do that, you know, uh, but yeah, it's just kind of, you know, touch baseball for what you were saying. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it, and we forget that this is a brotherhood. Like we should be able to walk mm-hmm. into another fire station and be like, Hey, what's up? And be proud yeah. of being yeah. a firefighter again. Um, right. You know, it was kind of the most awkward thing of walking into, you know, a New York City firehouse and being like, hey, I'm a fireman from New England. And everybody's like, you know, it's kind of like, and then you get those other like senior guys like, hey, come on in. And it, it was like two different experiences for me. You know, once when I was in high school, I was, I was on a school field trip in Boston and my teacher, we just happened to be walking down near the Prudential building. Um, and go in. No, I mean, yeah. Um, so we were walking past, I'll even tell you what company it was, the companies. So it was Ladder 15 and Engine 33. Um, right, one of the oldest fire stations in Boston. 
um, and my one of the firefighters happened to be standing out there. My teacher goes, "Hey, I have one of your brothers here," and they're like, "Oh yeah, oh come on in." What? And I got <laughs> to go in, and it was it was badass. Um, you know, the rest of the crew had to stay outside. I got to go up and shoot the shit with the guys for thirty minutes, and um, that that and oh, then, wow. that was the that was the the seed for me. I'll be like, man, I I love this. I love this fucking job. Um, just to be able to like, these guys don't even know me from a can yeah. of paint yeah. and just having the title of firefighter. And I got to come in and one of right. my classmates had to stand out in the hot sun. You're just like, ha ha. You know, <laughs> and, and that's it, man. Like that's the same way I started off uh, young. I was, you know, in school, I tried all the sports. It just wasn't, just wasn't good at very many sports. Uh, it's not coordinated enough, I guess. And uh, so I said, well, I'm going to join the local fire department. You know, I joined at 16 as a, we call it a junior fireman, yep. you know? So I was that guy that just hung around the station, you know? And that's, so that's what I, that's what I did. Uh, you know, that was my, uh, uh, what I did after school. And, you know, at night I'd go up there and, you know, be the guy that shows up uh, to the station, beat everybody there and then roll the doors up, get the truck cranked up, wait for somebody that actually could drive the truck to get there. You know, and it's, it's, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing better than that. You know, I wouldn't change that for anything. And that's kind of what, you know, I've been, been hooked ever since, you know, just the, you know, the, the camaraderie, the team, you know, and that was nothing better. You know, yeah. I wouldn't, wouldn't change anything about that. Wouldn't change anything. So how long you know, have you been in the fire service? Uh, almost 15 years count that that's almost 15 so you, yeah. you, you started as a junior in roughly 2003 2004 2005 all right so a little bit after i did um yeah. so i, I right after uh, katrina oh holy shit right after hurricane katrina yeah yeah that uh, yeah that was that was the other thing that bit me, you know, watching all that yeah. unfold on TV. I'll, I'll never forget one of the things um, that I saw on MSNBC. And it was all the people that were like the news media could get to them, but nobody yeah. else could. Um, yeah. And it was that moment where you're watching this little baby just literally die right on national television it, because it didn't have shelter. It didn't have water. Yeah. And, and it just pretty much baked. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. this can't happen again. If there's right. a, if there's a way we can all get to them, we need to find our way. Yeah. Um, it was, it was right there. Right. At, yeah. Right after. Right. Cause Katrina was kind of something that kind of inspired me to, you yeah. know, uh, to do it. You know, obviously, you know, uh, um, you know, I was just in awestruck of the bravery, you know, uh, of the firemen after nine 11. You know, and that, but I was, you know, too young and, you know, and, and once I, once I remember when I became old enough at the minimum age, and I'm like, yep, that's what I'm doing. And then it was like right after Trina, you know, cause I was up there trying to help during then, uh, just not officially, you know, yeah. but, you know, once, once I was old and it's, you know, it's been, it's been that way since, you know, so I think it's been, yeah, almost 15 years, yeah. 14, 15 years. Um, but yeah, and then we've had, 
the floods in 2016, we had some floods um, in March and then in August down in our area kind of flooded. One of them was like a, uh, they called one flood like a thousand year flood. And then we had one a couple months later that was like a 500 year flood. So, you know, by my math, we should be good for 50, you know, 1500 years. Is that how that works? I, so, uh, you know, I mean, you guys are kind of sitting yeah, pretty good. low in the country. You guys are sitting in a bowl. Seed yeah. level. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, when it rains down there, it rains. Yeah, um, yeah, because the floods were just – the floods, the 2016 floods were just from rain. You know, it was just, uh, uh, you know, uh, rain was, you know, like training, you know, running up, dropping a lot of rain, and then the wind was coming in. You know, uh, we already had, you know, swollen rivers, and uh, the wind was blowing, you know, uh, out to south. So it was kind of not letting – it was kind of pushing water up, you know, so it kind of just – trifecta of things it kind of just caused it to uh flood the baton rouge and denim springs and uh livingston parish area tangible parish uh, yeah it's so what since we have a dude from louisiana we cannot talk about two things can't talk about gumbo we got we got to talk about the food and we got to talk about mardi yeah. gras so <laughs> yeah so is it like really a, like a foodie area you live in? Because I love food. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Have, have any of y'all ever, y'all ever been down? Anybody ever I, been to Louisiana? I have not been to Louisiana. It is on the bucket list. I have a buddy who lives just outside of uh, New Orleans um, right now. So And you haven't gone yet? And I haven't gone yet. The son of a bitch has invited me down. But yourself. <laughs> Just show up. I've even it's come to. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it tonight. I'm gonna be like, motherfucker, I'm coming down. <laughs> there, you there you go, man. The food. Uh, COVID or not? There's not. There's not really. I mean, if, if, I don't know what to say, man. I love to eat. Food I'm, good. I yeah. love to eat. Yeah, I love to eat, and it's becoming an issue as I get older. It, it kind of. <laughs> It doesn't love me, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm just sitting there floating in the pool, you know, and looking down at myself. Oh, no. But the one thing that I – that when I think of Louisiana, all I can think of is a crawdad bake, is you just set the newspaper down and get them whatever – I don't know what the – crawdad and you just eat food you just, yeah man you just throw you just throw the, the the crawfish and the the veggies down on newspaper and have at it boys and girls yeah yeah we actually uh my wife's uncle he works offshore and he comes home every three weeks every third saturday he does a crawfish bowl yeah. and how our shifts work out i work every saturday he's home and uh so my wife, kids are always, you know, over there like living it up. Oh, we're having fun. Yeah, yeah, we're, you know, really wish you were here. And I'm like, like okay, yeah, sure. Thanks and, for uh, rubbing it in. <laughs> oh yeah, every time it never fails. And uh, but yeah, we we love when it's crawfish season, man. We it, it's. Uh, oh, we I'm jealous. Try to make money while the sunshine, you know, you gotta we enjoy it, you know, enjoy it like crabs too. 
you know, I think it was, uh, what was that? a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, we got some crabs and, uh, but, and, and you know, mix that, you know, and get some shrimp and throw that in there too, you know, but it, you know, you got to, it's all your, you know, your, your, your fixings that go along with it. You know, you got the garlic in there and corn, potatoes, onions, you know, and that's, you know, it's, it's, Second to none. When you we, come down here, <laughs> this went from a firefighting podcast to a food yeah, podcast. Yeah, and like, welcome that. to the Food Network. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I will say it right now. I love Cajun food. Um, yeah. It it doesn't like me, but I could give two shits what my body says. <laughs> I don't care I'm, if we agree. I'm eating it. I'm eating it. Yeah. I I love that. I love that spicy food. Um, yeah. As I found out today, again, I. As I get older, my body doesn't like it because I never used to get heartburn. And today I had the worst heartburn I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, the last yeah. four hours of work. And I, all I had was a sausage sandwich. That is it. Uh, <laughs> sausage sub with the fixings. And I'm like, I immediately regret this. I, <laughs> but, uh, but. Oh, I know, man. I know it. See, we, uh, see, we're gonna have another place. We have to go down, and when we go down, we gotta make sure it's right in the middle of crab, crawfish, and shrimp season, and then we'll bring yeah. down some Maine lobster for everyone. Oh, yes. oh ocean that's, lobster! Yeah, the Maine lobster—that's <laughs> something that we down here want to go up there and, and do. You know, yeah. if you get a lot down here, you're. It's hot. It's pricey. That's not something you get. Yeah. Yeah, they gotta they gotta import it. Oh, it's hot. Yeah, yeah. The lobsters something that when we go to to eat, they have a big lobster tank, and the kids kind of just poke at glass and look at it. But I've never seen anybody actually get a lobster out of there and cook it because it's you know so hot. Uh, But you know, I love lobster. You know, but it's. You it's know, y'all like, it is. It is very expensive. I, I will say, we, it, I went and I paid uh, $5.99 a pound and I bought four. Mike knows because I was with him that day. I was like, I'm going to go get some lobster for $5.99 a pound. Like, Damn it. <laughs> and well, no, yeah, because oh, yeah, I kept being like, dude, why are you buying it from a store? I just, I know a guy. You can get it off his boat. Like, come on. Yeah, no, that would be fun. That would be oh, I, I like thirty minutes up the road, um, in Wells. I could, just go to yeah. I was like, I could I could drive to Wells and I'd be like, mm, can I get some lobsters, some steamers? Yeah, Wells, Wells, Kittery, Portland. Yep, I literally get them right I, from the guy. My work, you go down the hill, take a quick left, and about a quarter mile from my work, I can get lobsters, steamers, haddock, you name it. He can get he can get it, and it's all fresh right off the boat. So man. Yeah, we, yeah, we get spoiled I, here. <laughs> I sound, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. You can be jealous. Yeah, yeah okay. I am. I am. I am. <laughs> we, we were talking the other day about, you know, getting some lobsters and then and then wife is like, Well, I don't how do you how do you cook the lobster? I'm like, I don't know. She's like Boil just, it. just yeah. throw it in the crawfish pot, you know, and cook it I, I imagine that would still be, you know. Yep. Um Hang on. Let me let me get the official word. And how long to boil a lobster? Think Two hours. Is it just water? Yep. Yep. Oh, it's so actually. Put... 
Ah, Jesus. We did it again. No. Nope. I'm on a losing streak with that. Talking? Yeah. Right. Just talking over them. You just, like, you throw them in the pot and you let it yeah. let them heat up with the water to a boil? Nope. You wait till the bo- – I don't even I, remember. I watched, I watched Friday because I suck yeah. at cooking lobster. You wait till they get to a boil. Yeah. And – and uh, and then you just toss them in. Mm-hmm. Just water, huh? Just water. And then you leave them in the boiling water for about 10, 15 minutes, bright red. Take them out. Crack some shells. Throw some butter in a dish. Yep. Get you some throw lemon. Throw some butter in that dish there, and uh, away you go, dear boy. Get some lemon and butter. Yeah. Shit. See, now <laughs> we, got, we all have to go down to Louisiana yeah, yeah, and show but... these – Folks, how to how to break down a lobster? Yeah, right. eat it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do, I'll, I'll do it. That. I don't give a shit. Um, but yeah, that and <laughs> like, lemon butter. I was at a uh, old bay. I was at uh, a firehouse when I worked for the American Red Cross, and um, we were doing a blood drive. I'll, I'm going to save the department uh, that we were doing the blood drive at, and. And it was the slowest blood drive I have ever been at. And again, this goes to the whole brotherhood thing. It was the Saco Fire Department in Maine. And I just happened to be sitting on the front bumper, like one of the senior guys. He's like, oh, you're a fireman? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come out with me. And we just we sat on the front bumper of the engine and watched a thunderstorm roll in. And so I was like, yeah, I just got back from New York. He's like, oh, did you go to the city? I was like, yeah, I visited Rescue One, went to the 10 house. And he's like, Oh, man. The, he's I was like, talking about the tent house yesterday. Oh man, anybody who goes to New York, the tent house is pretty, pretty fucking cool. Well, that's like four f bombs there for me. Yeah. Um, well, that's but, definitely where that's where I was explaining to my wife, you know, with with that kind of a little bit about the tent house, you know, and it's it's definitely something that you know I've never been in New York before, yep. um, and you know, looking forward to, I'm looking forward to you know stopping by there when I go up through that way. Yeah. Um, the tent house, literally right across the street from the Freedom Tower. It, it's like right there. Um, okay. In this, in the side of their firehouse, um, it has that giant, like mural. Um, yep. And I, we, when I went there, um, me and my wife, we were, um, we were getting there as a tour group was coming in, and they were like, "Yeah," and behind this is all letters written by firefighters. Uh, you know, firefighters that survived 9-11 and, you know, they wanted their, to keep their memories and their friends and their stories to them. So they stuck them in the mold. And I was like, holy shit. I thought that was just a thing from Rescue Me that they were joking about. Like yeah. trying to play the, the emotion out of the episode. And nope, yeah. that, that's a real yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, just seeing the proximity to the 10 house to right. ground zero, it is absolutely like holy shit! Um, yeah, my moments. wife and I went to Manhattan. Uh, going on two years ago, I had every intentions of actually trying to get out there and visit Rescue One and stuff like that. Um, there was a house that was the actually we went to the Freedom Tower, and it's the same house that John's talking about. I wanted to go in, but the doors were closed. I'm like I'm not 
the kind of dick to just walk in and be like, oh, hey, can I get a tour of your like, of hi your guys. station? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so I didn't. So I didn't get the chance to go to Rescue One. So when I got to when we actually got to Rescue One's firehouse, it was closed and they were renovating it. They were doing something in the bay. So the truck was out and about, and I'm like, God damn it! The one company that I wanted to to see, right? Um, yeah. and couldn't. Um, it, but you know, I got to see the ten house. I got to see ten. I trucked. Uh, you know, the ten truck and ten engine, and just to see that firehouse, just to see, and um, and right. then we went. Then we went into the financial district. Um. And as we were, you know, going by the, the, the Wall Street bull, um, that, that fire truck pulled out of their firehouse and just rolled down the street. And I'm like, like yes. Um, <laughs> th- things happened um, below the camera. And I was like, I actually said it out loud. And I'm like, that. Mm, we, can we go back to the hotel room now? <laughs> and um, The doors. Oh, what? Oh, oh geez, yes. Um, Yes. Yep. yep. Um, and that was, and then there's the art gallery, the 9-11 art gallery. Um, it was the only 9-11 museum that we could walk, get into um, cause okay. without a line. Um, and that was pretty cool. Um, and like you press like little buttons, they actually had r- the real radio transmissions from that day. Wow. And yeah. people were pressing it and I was like, I can't, I can't. I've, yeah, I've right? sat. Can... <sighs> There's the yeah. truck. We went into that uh, that museum, and I, I kept it together for a long time. Yeah. Until we got to a certain room where all I could hear was pass alarms going off. Yeah, I fuck looked at that. my wife, and I'm like, I can't. I, I can't. I did. I had a moment. My eyes were watery, but I, I was like, all right, let's just let's walk through because I, I just... have to walk through this. Just let me right. collect myself a little bit. But um, we actually uh, – yeah, we did that. That was surreal. Another thing that was really cool that I found out is uh, uh, we went up to the very top of the Freedom Tower. We had a beer up there. Yeah. Beer hits a lot quicker up in altitude. <laughs> and it's not even <laughs> that that high, but like, hey, it's it more is, than you're used it is to. 1,776 yeah. feet to be exact. Six feet. Yep. Yeah. And, and while we I, were sitting there having beers, I look off to the left, and it's off in the horizon. I see there's a smoke stack or a smoke column. Like, oh shit, they're getting a job yeah. while we're watching. Like, this is awesome. So, a buddy of mine. You can see all of that in there, yeah. <laughs> so, funny story. Um, when I was on my New Hampshire fire department, um, we had one of our full timers after he honeymooned in. I think he honeymooned in New York City. And while they were down there, they were kind of like just walking around the city. All of a sudden, they walk and smoke, flames, chug it out. And he just stood there. He actually called us up. He's like, guess where I am right now? We're like, oh, where? He's like, I'm in New York City. And they're getting a job like right in front of me. We're like, you lucky bastard. You You know, the real deal, go to work. And yeah, that was yeah, pretty yeah. freaking cool. I, I wish I could have that moment, but it's all right. Um, uh, but yeah, so I'll be coming through there kind of quick on my, you know, tour, but I, I, I'm going to try to stop in 
and you know, and at least see, uh, you know, uh, what, what museum did you say that was? What, so it's, it's the nine. It's it's a series of uh, a bunch. It's the nine eleven museum. So you get down to ground zero. There's you know there's the the memorial fountains. Um, right. And then you have. Um, you know, the subway station and then the, you got the 10 house and then there's like an yeah. art, they call it the art gallery. Um, mm -hmm. It is literally artwork stuff from the actual site itself. Um, there's a set of turnouts with a helmet, um, a gift shop. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to get out of there real quick because the last thing I want to do is buy something, but um but yeah it, it is cool like i didn't get to go into the big 9-11 museum this is just like one of those little little like you spend like 45 minutes to an hour in there yeah um, but it was it, it i was like this is enough for me um yeah because as a as a, in high school um when those those tapes came out um i actually had them on my mp3 player and i actually listened start to finish of the entire incident and i was like yeah yep i want to yeah. be a fire yep i want to be a fireman yeah um i tell people all the time um you know, girlfriends my wife when i first met her i was like yeah i'm a fireman you know and the thing well you know what if you die i'm like that's part of the job um and i and i always say you know if if i was a new york city firefighter on the day of 9 11 I'm pretty sure my name would have been one of those 343 because I'm not going, I'm not quitting. Um, right. You know, that's just one of those things inside you. I don't know about the, you two gentlemen, but um, that's just something that I, I, you know, we've, we've all done a, a stair climb. Um, my, my two guys that I climbed for hang pretty proudly as you walk through the entry of my, my house. Okay. Uh, and one of my guys was actually assigned to ladder 10 that day. He, he, really? Yep. Yep. He was the, uh, he was the officer. On, I can't remember where he was, but he was reassigned to, to the 10 house that day. Um, and I only found that out by watching a discovery channel thing and they brought him up. I was like, Oh my God, that's that. I climbed for yeah. that guy. Uh, yeah. so it was one of those like really cool moments. Like now I'm hooked. Now I want to know what happened to this guy. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you gentlemen, you guys have anything? We try. We try to keep these episodes to an hour, but sometimes we get a little out of hand, and then they become <laughs> two hours. But uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's about dinner time in your neck of the woods, and um, we don't want to keep you too much longer. I'm kind of glad that none of this went off without you getting a call. So I'm proud of that. I know. I know. I've been you done jinx him now. Man. No, no, he already jinxed himself before you guys joined us. Oh, it's been pretty quiet. <laughs> so he jinxed himself. Well, he had a uh, guy I worked with a couple months back. He got some new bunker gear, and he was like, he's, he's getting kind of close to retirement. And he was like, well, got this new gear. I'm probably not even going to get it dirty before I retire. And uh, I think uh, we had an apartment fire later on that night, you know, and it was uh, – Oh, yeah. He uh he jinxed himself with that. But, but man, yeah, I'm uh, uh um um grateful y'all y'all allowed me, you know, to come on y'all show.
and uh, I enjoy talking with y'all. Yeah. Uh, across the country, you know. Uh, and I hope all the uh, all the success to y'all's podcast. Oh, thank you very much. Um, thank you for coming on and sharing your product and your story with us. And um, yeah, and all and all the success to you yeah. with your product. And you know, when this stuff lifts up, yeah, I hope you, like I'll be gunning for your product to get the attention it honestly needs. Yep, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Hopefully, I can get up that way and visit you guys. You know, uh, I would love to come to Maine. You know, uh, I'll be making some trips and making my rounds. You know, yeah, uh, but. Uh, but yeah, man. Yeah, uh, like I said on on you know my number, my cell phone number is on uh, Instagram and um, Facebook. Feel free to call, text. You know, uh, you know, uh, checking up on y'all. You know, make sure everybody's doing good. You know, yeah, absolutely, man. I got um, some good stuff. Anytime you're up in this neck of the woods, uh, shoot us a message, and uh, I'll try to wrangle the troops together, and we'll. Uh, um, if yeah. your wife is with you, we'll try to show you and your wife a New England good time. We'll get her some real lobster and then, you, you know, there we'll let somebody go. else there cook it. And then we'll show you well, how to break her down. down That's it. Y'all come down to Louisiana, same thing. Give me a holler, you know, if y'all ever get down to Louisiana. Sounds like a plan, yeah. brother. Get them crawdads. That's it. I'll hang out with the schmucks. That's it. That's right. All right, brother. You stay safe and well. Hope, uh, uh, you are more than welcome to come on anytime. If you want to come on and just shoot the shit with us, just let me know and we'll we'll make it happen. We're, we're going to have like 20 people deep on absolutely. an episode one day. Uh, there you go. It's a giant okay. round table. Yep. There you go. Frigate, that's what just this is all up. about. It's about family. So, um, that's it, man. That's it. All right, all right brother. That's you stay it. safe and uh, go that's have dinner it, with the guys. I will. I have a good one. All right. You too. Bye. All right, we are back. Cool beans. Hello. I want to thank our guest, uh, Harold, um, a brother from Louisiana, um, from uh, Back Out Safety Systems. That sounds like a, a fucking fabulous product. I I really hope that thing takes off. I really do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I get what he's going with in it, and it's a cool idea. It's basically like the panic button on your keychain for your car for yeah. – fucking fire trucks like it actually yeah. makes sense yeah um so if y'all are see we, we just spent an hour with a guy from the south and now i'm saying it um if y'all if everyone listens to the sisterhood of the traveling flame i think i'm gonna just name it that it's like two episodes ago at this point yeah um so it was episode 10 um you know 12 minus 2 is 10 thank you everyone Yes, very good. Yes, very good. <laughs> um, um, you know, we had a guest on. Her name is Lisa. Um, she was, you know, when we started the episode, it was she was very bubbly, very she was laughing, giggling, uh, making us laugh, um, pissing our pants. Um, and throughout the episode, um, when we actually started the episode, she said she had a migraine. You know, she's just gonna she's gonna gut through it as long as she can. Um, and you know, halfway through a 20 minute segment, uh, she inter she excused herself to, um, she just excused herself. Um, and, uh, and after she came back, um, she had to leave the podcast, um, which was very shocking to us. Yeah. Um, and later that night, I, 
I, I checked in on her uh, just to see how she was doing. Uh, she said that she had to be taken by ambulance to the hospital. And so after a couple of days, um, you know, I checked in on her again. Um, and this is um, the latest on Lisa, our sister from California. Um, she has uh, an eight millimeter mass on her brain stem um, with multiple lesions on her brain and she had a small aneurysm. Um, she is still back and forth with the neurologist trying to make a plan, um, but she's, she's gonna fight like, like any, any fighter would. I mean, she's a firefighter, there's no quitting us, there's no quitting that dog. Um, you know, any, not to, fuck, I fucked that all up, but uh, she's, she's not fine. a quitter, she's had, um, she's gotten, oh, she's gone a badass. yeah, she is a fucking badass. If anybody listens to this, um, she wrote us a fabulous, um, Instagram post and I'm just going to read it. Um, so shout out to truck schmucks. Um, even though I'm no longer in the fire service, these guys welcomed me in and checked on me only after, tw after meeting me for 20 minutes on a podcast. And she also gave a huge shout out to our other guest, Stephanie. Um, you know, just for all the concern that we showed for her. And this is why we did this podcast and started this podcast. Hashtag fire families are the best. Tell you what, that's the, the best thing I've, I've read in a long time. And it makes me pretty fucking proud to be a firefighter. Um, so yeah, I didn't realize she made an Instagram post. Yeah. Was it on her own? It was on her own. Um, um, so I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna share that um, with our followers, um, which we are 15 away from breaking a thousand. I'm pretty Look excited. I'm pretty excited. 989. Oh, we're, oh, we're, we're 11 away. Um, we're close. We are so fucking close. Um, I didn't even think we'd ever even get remotely that big i figured oh, maybe a couple yeah. hundred people listen to us at most no no man. hey guess what almost a fucking thousand right <laughs> people a thousand people follow us on instagram and hang on let me get the the other numbers so we have 600 downloads of our podcast oh my there god are, there are there are Boom. people that want to listen to us yammer on for apparently so which is good. I mean, we're, we're starting a movement. Um, you know, when you get, you know, big name guys, guys that, you know, are pretty well known in the fire service saying, Hey, you guys are doing a great thing. Um, let me know if you guys need help. Let me know that, 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 that's speaking volumes. Um, oh yeah. And so we're doing, we're doing, even though it doesn't sound like we're doing anything, um, we're, we're doing something. Um, and we couldn't get there without every single one of you that supported us along the way. Yeah. And I, I can't thank everyone enough who has supported us, bought our stickers, gives us messages like you guys are doing a great thing. Um, I, again, I feel like we're broken records every, after every episode, thanking everybody for supporting us. We're just, we're just three, we're just three schmucks from Maine that love love the job of firefighting and and so it's messages like what lisa wrote us is the reason why i i, I love being part of this gigantic family um 
So before we wrap this episode up, I it, it would not be good of me to mention our sponsor of the show, Chief Miller. Um, for anybody who um, doesn't know who Chief Miller is, he he's a is guy. On, he yeah he's a he's a guy from Louisiana. Um, really? Oh well, yeah. Great coincidence. <laughs> he is a <laughs> human male that resides in the United States of America. In the state of Louisiana. Um, so if he has platforms on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, I think he has like five Instagram profiles. Um, so if you, if you follow us, we always tag Chief Miller Media and you can, you can follow him through that way. Um, there's a lot of great content um, on that and being part of the Chief Miller Media family is huge. Um, there is a bunch of great other podcasts. Um, that's our sister and brotherhood uh, podcasts. Um, just to name a few, um, you know, um, you got the confessions of the firefighter wife, which is pretty interesting. It's the firefighter wife's aspect of our job. Um, so she's doing great things. Um, you know, you have, you know, our brothers to the coast here in Maine. You got the Bar Podcast, um, the Brotherhood Academy Radio. Um, and you got our brother from uh, Nevada. Um, I just rolled my eyes and that just looked weird on camera. Um, the, the podcast? Uh, it is uh, the <laughs> Anchor Point Podcast. Great, great podcast if you are into wildland firefighting. And then you have um, Jump Seat Radio and, you know, Ryan Pennington. He's uh, – I, I, I want him on our show. Um, another guy that, that I would love to have on our show. And um, obviously Chief Soller, who's been on our show with the Professional Firefighter Podcast. Um, so that's all I have. You guys got any concluders? Uh, I mean, just that I'm honestly looking forward to part two of the Sisterhood of the Traveling Flame or, you know, what they called it. I, yep. They're both, both of them we had on for the first one are both just phenomenal badass ladies. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking forward to talk to them as well as others in the next one. Yep. Um, so I, uh, I did put a, a, a feeler out if they would be interested in a part two. Um, and it was an overwhelming Ooh. yes. Um, actually, Stephanie actually called it part deuce. Deuce. Part deuce. Part deuce because we were talking about that. Because movie. we were, and uh, so deuce. I actually did. I actually put a gif out there of Charlie Sheen and Martin Sheen going, I'll see you on Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when they're passing in the boat. Fucking movie. <laughs> when I was a kid and I first watched that movie, I hadn't seen um, Apocalypse Now. So I had no idea what that reference was. And then I watched it again later as an adult. And I'm like, that is so fucking that, funny, that's the actually. Reference. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was actually the same guys on Martin Sheen's boat that was in the movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that made it even funnier. Um, I just want to watch that fucking movie. Good thing. Oh, I, I know, it. right? Um, so let's. Uh, Mike, do you have a? Do you have anything? Ah, uh, not really. Um, All right. So. Um, talky talky podcasty talky. Yeah. So I think um, you know this is going to be our our last episode for a little bit. Um, we're going to take a short break. We're going to take a, a yep. minute hiatus. We're going to recharge the batteries and. Um, I was kind of toying with the joke idea of this being the end of season one of the truck schmucks. 
Um, 12 episode seasons that work. That's right. We can do 12 episodes. Season and- one, episode 12. John talks about taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, that's what I got. Um, so, yeah, great first season of the Truck Schmucks, boys. Yes, what sir. happens next will surprise you. Um, I'm hoping to have Zuni on again. Um, get the governor. Yes, the governor. Right. We'll get the governor. And uh, it's going to be very cool. Yes, the universal. <laughs> excuse <laughs> me, <laughs> I mean the universal <laughs> studios. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it was a great time. Uh, season one. And uh, I, we have that option in our, the platform that we share our podcast on. We can actually put seasons in. Um, so yeah, um, I, I look forward to coming back from the little break week or two, recharge the battery, spend some time with the fam, um, and, uh, hit the ground running. And, uh, by the sounds of it, we already got a nice little group of guests lined up for, um, so we got a brother, uh, you know, Fireline Fitness. He wants to come on. Um, there's some other people that want to come on. We may go international. I mean, we've nope we haven't gone international yet we may go international we may do a thing this brother may or may not be from israel a different land of fire um so yeah all right well that's a that's a wrap on wrap on season one boys yes uh we appreciate each each and every one of you Oh, season wait, two coming wait, soon. before i hit the stop button on season one we should talk about our t-shirt. Yes. Oh, coming soon to coming a theater. Soon, I mean, store near you, not really store. Our, <laughs> as, as everybody has seen on our, our socials, um, we are coming out with a shirt. And our, we, you know, anybody who, who listens to us, we talk about being the, the punk kids uh, of this firefighting podcast thing. Um, so we've... We've embraced it, our, our own little label. The teenage um, dirtbag baby. baby. Sorry. Oh, wait. I got two tickets to Iron Maiden. <laughs> I've got two tickets to Paradise. Yeah, yeah. Settle down, any money. May he rest in peace. <laughs> um, but no. Um, so we, we debuted Uncle Schmucky. Um, Uncle Schmucky, he is... You know, the cool schmucky. He is a badass and he wants you to give a shit about the job. There it is. Season one in the books. Thank you all for listening. Catch you on season two.